Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Total Wine and More. I want something fun in the sun. You'll love this sparkling wine. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque, but it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase clostridium histolyticum, is the only non-surgical FDA-approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment, along with daily penile stretching and straight exercises, Zyflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through, you're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death called necrosis due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Inspiration from Spirit show with your host, Reverend Lee Chapin. The focus and goal for this show is to assist humanity in the awakening of a new level of consciousness that will bring peace to planet Earth. Welcome to Inspiration from Spirit. I'm your host, Lee Chapin. I have been out of, I would say, out of the scene for a couple of weeks. I'm back. It's April 12th, 2021. So I'm back, ready to roll. Lots been happening in the world. Perhaps a lot of you are feeling it, a lot of purification taking place, a lot of cleansing taking place. And so today I wanted to invite my wonderful friend and minister Sharon Elizabeth James, known as Baba Sharon from the Cosmic Center of Spiritual Light in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, she is so graciously with us again. She was with us, I think it was in January of this year. I wanted to have her back because she just went to Sedona, Arizona to the Academy of Future Science Future Science Conference with J.J. Hertog. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> welcome back. I know you got a lot to share, and you said you had a uh, miraculous healing that took place last evening. But first of all, let's just have everybody, once again, introduce yourself, a little bit about your background, and then we'll start in with um, 
what you want to talk about today in terms of the names of God, your trip to Sedona, your healing, a lot to talk about in this hour. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, Nothing is slowing down. (laughs) That's for sure. And uh, we just have to realize that we transcend, you know, the so-called timeline of a physical material world and just transcend up to a higher level of expression. And uh, and so I want to talk a little bit of my own personal journey uh, going to Sedona. But first, for those um, who are not familiar with me, my name is Reverend Sharon Elizabeth. And I've known Lee for a couple of years now, and uh, so grateful that our paths have crossed. Um, I think it's been about 10. What? <laughs> I think it's been about 10. Yes. <laughs> and, um, well, I guess my spiritual journey, I could say, started at two and a half. And I had a, um, I guess what people would call, um, you know, a, a cosmic consciousness experience. Um I was two and a half. I was standing by a white wall in my parents' apartment, and I experienced what it was to be one with everything. And it was a, a profound experience. Of course, my little two, you know, two and a half, two and a half year old body and brain, you know, would not be able to process all of that. But I remember the experience to this day. I remember it. It's hard to describe what that's like, but that is the omnipotent, omni. Uh, uh, sentient, omni, everything, where you're one with everything. So really, at two and a half, that set the seeds of my spiritual uh, journey. Conscious, well, I will say, yeah, conscious spiritual journey, because even when I was unconscious uh, being brought up in Catholic school, I was always like questioning things and challenging things because of that experience. So uh, but at, when I got into my 20s, I was clear that I was on a conscious spiritual path, but everything led up to that. And so that took me in this entire journey as we all have our novels that we can write, okay, that brings us up to where we are today. So where I am today is, you know, 100% the uh, spiritual leader, if you will, or the pastor of the Cosmic Center Spiritual Light in March, we celebrated our ninth year um, of existence, which that in itself is a miracle because we're not your typical church or, 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 or you know, what even would people say like a metaphysical center. Um, we are more on the esoteric mystical side and we bring in the higher teachings, you know, teachings that perhaps humanity hasn't been 100% ready yet for that. And so, you know, you always have those like us ahead of the curve, okay? And then bringing in the pioneers that are bringing in the new pathways that are now available to us as a humanity. And when I say now available, as a sort of the re-remembering of who we truly are coming into this cycle of time for the ascension of the planet and for all of us collectively, so that's a little bit of uh, at the background, how things came to be all divinely orchestrated as it is in all in our lives. I uh, came to a point, um, you know, I had a, a, a business background. I understood that that business background prepared me for what my real dharma is. But with that um, business background, you know, which I'm very grateful for, you have to have a certain level of, you know, uh, intelligence and understanding and setting goals and timelines and all of that. And I was very good at that. And I was, it was a blessing in my life uh, to be uh, uh, successful in my life. However, when I got to this new precipice, if you will, Okay, in my spiritual development and now taking the helm of uh, the spiritual center, all of that changed. It was like very good. You got up to here now. Now you got to surrender 100% and follow the spiritual breadcrumbs, which is a big adjustment. You know, it's one thing when you're used to kind of like, you know, being uh, in charge and you're setting your goals and all of that, then to completely let go of all of that. Okay, and surrender 100% to a higher level of intelligence and guidance. That's a big shift. That's a big shift. Well, and- I was going to say, I was going to just say that, um, you know, you talked a, a little bit about the Cosmic Center being uh, 
completely different than other centers or other churches. And I've always seen you, and I know this to be truth, I just wanted to tap into this, that you being a high priestess from Atlantis, I always see you as that high priestess from Atlantis, and that you're bringing those esoteric teachings and those mystical teachings back in, into our current civilization. And so that's why I was somehow drawn to find you. I can't remember how I found the center, really. But I have... Um, I've gone to many churches, but I never really felt comfortable or really uh, aligned myself with any religious doctrine or any, probably the closest thing that I might've really enjoyed was the Unity Church. But when I found the Cosmic Center, it was like, oh, I had come home. And so I knew that, you know, you as a, a really strong um, metaphysical leader and teacher that you were bringing these wisdom teachings, as you said, from a higher perspective. And so that that remembrance, I think, is probably from probably not only from the Myria, but also from Atlantis. And so every time I, you know, envision you, I always see you, you know, as that high priestess that was in charge during that time. And then you're trying to bring this tribe back. You're not trying, but you are. And so I wanted to just share that because for those who may have felt like, well, is there something out there that, you know, I haven't found yet like me where like maybe this might resonate with them in terms of re-remembering you know, this other civilization that we are in the same timeline with. Right. You know, I am so aligned with what you just said, uh, Lee. I am so aligned because, well, I, I want to share with you, I've always considered myself a high priestess, always. So even I went on one of those little... um what do you call them? Like the match.coms one time, a friend of mine, like years, <laughs> years ago. And they said, describe yourself. I said, high priestess. You know, so <laughs> I weeded out a lot of stuff. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, right away. Yeah. I, I re- and in fact, right here, my altar that I have in my, um, in my, my living room back here, I have the high priestess card out. So that has always been, uh, my identity. And as time has gone on, uh, really, I come to understand a very strong Atlantean connection, Atlantean connection, finding myself here in Florida also very interesting about that Atlantean connection. And just one other thing, um, I have a dear friend, a childhood friend. Uh, we met each other when we were in kindergarten. But at any rate, um, some years back, many, many years back, in fact, she had a very um, profound dream experience that she told me about. And she said that she, we were in a temple. She was there, too. But I did take the role of high priestess. It sort of was a governance kind of thing, you know, something about the law. And uh, she just remembered me being dressed in white and gold and with this headpiece, you know. Mm-hmm. So interesting because we all, all of us, you know, we come into this world with the veil of forgetfulness. And that's mm-hmm. part of our dynamic is that we are not just like, oh, here we are. We are coming with our cosmic experience. You know, upon this planet, many of us have have incarnated several times on this planet, but also other planetary systems too. Mm -hmm. And so we come with various levels of skills, also to our ability to re-remember and put that part of us back online. It's like we have to re-spatialize, re-remember. We come equipped, but because of dynamics, which is another story as to why can't we remember? What what (laughs) is it that separates us? That's another topic. Um, But it takes time. Now, some of the younger souls coming into the planet, they're more online immediately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for many of us that have come before us and now, at least in my generation, we really had to forge ahead and be very, very courageous, courageous to follow this sense that we had of our path because mm-hmm. the world will tell you you are crazy or you are wrong or you need to just come into this conformity. And it takes a lot of courage and faith and hope to transcend that limitation and truly be your authentic self and find those parts of yourself that are looking to be expressed into this world. And well, they, for- would, they used to would lock, lock you up in the psychiatric unit. Yes, yes, yes. Not laughing, but yes, very much so. That has absolutely 100% has happened in the past. 
Um, I know there's a lovely lady. Her name is Rose uh, Rosemary Altia. Uh, some of your audience may know her, but she was the first that came on Larry King Live on CNN. This is like, you know, 30 years ago mm-hmm. and really started to talk about, you know, mediumship and that it's real and that there are people who can communicate with people who've gone on the other side. And one of the story that she tells, she's been at the Cosmic Center and she's helped countless people, you know, in terms of grieving and that sort of thing to really enlighten, you know, from her perspective and her experiences that life continues. But her, she received this gift that runs in her family and her grandmother had the same gift. They put her grandmother in an asylum. Okay, so so that was what a hundred years ago, whatever amount it yeah. is in in England or in Ireland, wherever it was. So yes, we've come a long way, and I just want to encourage, and I always want to say this to you know any audience that the thing that you are responsible for, I think, are two things. Number one, being your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Because being your authentic self is really the expression of the deepest part of yourself and your soul, whatever that is, to be your authentic self. But number two, we are all on a healing journey. We're all on a healing journey. You're on the planet. There's a lot going on in this planet. And it's not just you. It's your family. It's your tribe. It's your ancestors. And if you take a look at the world, oh, my gosh you know, and we're all connected, there is a lot of healing. So as we choose to say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, dedicate at least part of my time towards my healing journey, because the more you can heal, you're contributing to the collective healing of the planet. And the more you heal, the more light you can bring in, the more light you can bring in, the more expansiveness is your re-remembering of your cosmic heritage and your unfoldment. So being your authentic self, having the courage to be your authentic self and committed to your own personal healing, whatever that is and how that is for you, you know, are two practical things you can do as you walk on your spiritual path. Do you want to share about your dream or do you want to talk a little bit about your conference first? Or Let me, well, let me do the conference first and then I'll tell you about my dream experience I had just last night, <laughs> just last <laughs> night. So, um, you know, I was very fortunate. I was going to the Academy of Future Science. I usually go once a year uh, for their Easter conference. I've been doing it for several years. What's special about that, and this is the work of Dr. J.J. Hurtak. Uh, he had an experience in 1973, and this is where Enoch, Enoch, as we know in the in the Bible, Enoch, who was a scribe, okay, this is the high entity of radiant light that, you know, comes to actually took him physically, and he had this whole experience, and people can look it up for themselves and find out what that's all about. But the information that he brings through is profound. It's not of this world for sure. Uh, very clear, clear understanding the cosmology, how things are, and how things are happening now. So he had to wait 40 years. The book was published, I think, in 1978. But he had to wait 40 years for the last 10 keys. Uh, uh, be to be revealed. And um, so that's where I am going to get those last 10 keys. So this was key number six. Did not go last year because of COVID, but this year I ended up going. Now I had the great fortune of uh, being a guest of uh, one of the ministers at the Cosmic Center, Reverend Annie Ng, has a house in Sedona. So before that, Myself and another guest that she invited, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Will Newman, uh, the three of us were in Sedona for like five days. And one of the things you do in Sedona is you hike and you climb. So what happened is that I knew that was going to happen. I started to kind of walk a little bit more. But the last time I've been walking up a mountain was in the Andes, and that was 12 years ago. So that was something I recently did. And so when we first got to Sedona, we even put our bags down 100% and we had to, you know, rush to get to Cathedral Rock, which is uh, Sedona. It's just the most amazing, beautiful 
um, just exemplary of the diversity and beauty of the divine, you know, so it's, 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 it's rocks and rocks, meaning there, there are mountains and hills. And so to get to Cathedral Rock, they were having a drum circle and it was on the full moon. I believe it was on March 27th or the 28th. And it was to watch the full moon rising. When I started on the journey, there was three times I said, I can't do it. It was just that physically challenging for me. And uh, this is why it's so good to have a tribe. You know, so good to have a tribe because both Annie and Will said, hey, we're here for you. Yes, you can do it. You know, we're not leaving you. You're going to do it. Three times I'm like, I just can't. It's too much. But I did make it to the top. Oh, great. I did. And that was empowering in itself and was able to see the full moon rise, you know, and of course it was, you know, just a whole spiritual experience. Well, after that, all the things you do in Sedona pretty much is hike. (laughs) And Annie and Will are hikers. I am not. I was born in the city, (laughs) in New York City. So we walked a lot in New York City, but no mountains. It was flat. And of course, I live here in Florida. But this is what happened. I realized that this was a healing journey for me. And then I was challenged. And it spoke to me very personally. And of course, I was going to go on these hikes. And as I went on the hikes, the the, the truth was I was just in pain Mm -hmm. all the time because of this. But also, too, I want to mention something else. Not only was it the pain I was in with my muscles because I'm using muscles I haven't used in a while, but also I felt an energetic come in Okay, that made me um, an energy that made me not feel as good. And I, I am familiar with this energy. It attacks my nervous system. And this was something I would say was an interference. So when this interference came in, I also say, wow, this is an important time for me. And I made the commitment that I know I'm on a healing journey. I'm going to do what I need to do to make that forward. So I was able to go on all of these hikes, experience phenomenal beauty, as well as information is in bone and stone. So touching these stones, lying on the stones, we did so much spiritual work. We used the names of God every place we went. While we were driving to Sedona from Tombstone and Bisbee, which was about a four-hour drive, okay, we were blessing the land. And I want to tell everybody in the audience, you have so much power and ability. We need to re-remember who we are as divine co-creators. And yes, is there interference? Sure, because there is a group that's not wanting the ascension. Not well, because you know, they're like the king of the hill. But the ascension is moving forward, and as more of us can align with remembering who we are as the priest and high priest and you know scientists of the past and you know just wisdom keepers and all the roles we have paid in the past and apply it now remember that hey we don't have to sit back and be a victim of anything we can literally change timelines when we remember who we are as these magnificent spiritual beings of light we can now have authority to a large degree as to how things can go. We just need to wake up. That's it. So while we were there, uh, many things happened. One, uh, I went on these hikes, was successful in doing it, realized there was interference, did not let that stop me. Then I had profound healings because I had a tachyon session. I had one of the best massages I've had in my life. And that says a lot because I do massage on a regular basis. And the third thing that happened the day we were leaving now to drive to, um, to Phoenix to go to the conference, uh, I saw a machine in this um, little crystal shop and it was based on Tesla technology. Mm -hmm. And I asked about it and I actually had a session 
And it was just for four minutes. This machine came on. It has a torque. Uh, you could go. It's called Vibe, V-I-B-E. I went online. I checked it out because I want to see if we could get it for the center. And I could say I had a dramatic shift, okay, as far as cleansing and purification, cleansing, purification. That at the time I came to Phoenix for the, for the, um, for the conference, I was like a brand new person, like boom, good to go. Where I've been in pain, <laughs> you know, tender and sore and all of that for five days by the time. I ended at the conference because I was a bit concerned, like, wow, how am I going to handle the conference if I'm feeling this way? By the time I got there, it was lifted 100%. I wonder, can I share something for a minute? Yes. I was was sensing that you had another lifetime there in Arizona, and I was feeling a connection with you and the Anasazis. Yes, yes. And so what I was feeling was that you were getting purified from your emotional pain body. So that whatever happened in that previous lifetime or that connection with the Anasazis, that you were you were there to release that emotion within not only your physical body, but within your emotional pain body. And so it's interesting that you found that Tesla thing, because that's what I was seeing was like you were going. This was all happening to bring it to your attention because it was time to let it go. So the energy was there. Uh, for you to release this so that you could yes. move forward. That was uh, what I was saying. So I don't know what connection you have with the Anasazis. That that makes uh, sense. I do know I have Native American, you know, DNA. Uh, absolutely. And I remember I did visit uh, the Anasazi and their dwellings and felt a real strong connection and a sense of sacredness. But mm-hmm. I would say that, yes, uh, Sedona was a challenge and a healing for me. Mm-hmm. It was something to bring to my attention. It was almost like, girl, you got to get your groove back. <laughs> it's like you got to, you know, because you have to, there's much more to be done. And we cannot let the entropy pull you down. You have to work for the centropy to move up in this creation. And I think that, yes, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, it was an empowerment for me to tap into that centropy and not be pulled down. So it was, it was pretty profound. And where these vortexes, these powerful vortexes are really, really healing. Cause I remember um, a long time ago, back in the nineties, when I just first started channeling, I didn't know anything, but I had a vision of myself being dropped off as a spirit uh, from a spaceship, and mm-hmm. I had no idea. It was kind of a crazy story. But anyhow, what happened was I ended up on my 40th birthday going to Chaco Canyon, New Mexico. When I got to Chaco Canyon, I knew that that's where I had been dropped off, and it, it came to me later that that was when my spirit had left my home f- spiritual family from Sirius, and they dropped me off, and I went into Chaco Canyon, and I remember feeling this sense of abandonment. And oh. when I got there there was all this weeping and crying and carrying on. And so that vision that I had during a Reiki session came into fruition to make sense for me. So I'm still, we're all dealing now with these remembrances or these memories that are still within our emotional pain body, even it is from eons and eons ago that Absolutely. we need to move forward to release. So that's what I was seeing for you. Yes. I want to share my story because it was really bizarre because I didn't understand those things later, but I came to understand the story. Right. And it's absolutely true because, again, you know, we have our cosmic origins as well as we have our lifetimes here. And as I said earlier, look at the planet. <laughs> look look <laughs> at all the pain and the yeah. woundedness, you know, that all of us as a collective are dealing with to heal and to balance and to address. So, yes, that absolutely makes sense. And, you know, we are one with the land and the land is one with us. And mm-hmm. I know that I had such a connection. So let me tell you this other thing. So when we were driving from Bisbee to Sedona, when we first arrived, um, you know, just on the highway, you know, the spaciousness of the land, you're going up the hills and down and so forth and seeing the cactus. And it was something about the land. And we started singing the names of God, you know, just as I said, just blessing the land. And then it was like I was caught in a tractor beam. I mean, that's the only way I can describe this. Uh, Annie was playing the names of God on her, you know, the, the, the MP3 in the car. And I just clasped 
And I just got into this divine energetic of the divine mother. She came in so strong. She came in so very strong. And I was just there. And in that is how the blessing of the land started. You know, I was, it was like her channeling through me and I'm just talking to the land. I'm blessing the land. I'm telling the story of the land. It was just amazing. Then what happened after that is I end up getting a, it was cold and I, I had to get a little poncho, but the poncho I got in this little shop was the one that they, the only one that they had really that could fit me that I liked was one of Mother Mary Guadalupe. So I have oh, the whole... Oh, how nice. Yeah. <laughs> Guadalupe, you'll see it in yeah. the front and in the back. And then in Sedona, we end up going to a healing, you know, bowl, the singing bowls. And it was all about the Divine Mother. So I just wanted to share that that was a very specific energy that came in very powerfully was the Divine Mother. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... I wanted to share also a little bit about some people would not be familiar. What am I talking about when I say the names of God? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that the time now is for us to re-remember and be able to use these very powerful spiritual tools that have been dormant or hidden or, you know, just only a few people know about it. And now is to go out into the world. The names of God really starts, or I don't know if it starts, but an example of it is in Exodus. Okay, it's in the Old Testament, it's in the Torah, and it talks about Moses. And you remember the parting of the Red Sea? That story, but he had used these names of God, which in this case is in Hebrew. Now, there are five sacred languages on the planet. Hebrew is one, Egyptian, Chinese, Tibetan, and Sanskrit, meaning that these languages did not originate from the earth, but came from the higher realms of light as fire letters. They come as fire. So... Uh, also, you have like Coptic, which is, you know, uh, Greek and Egyptian. So these are uh, ancient languages that still kind of hold the vibration of the original light language that comes in as best as we can. So for the Western mind, you know, it's just that Hebrew is a little bit easier to to deal with than, say, Sanskrit or something like that. But they're they're all sacred. So the... In Exodus, it talks of Moses, and he says these 72 names of God, which are the different aspects of God. So, for example, one of the aspects of God is the God who heals, which is Ani Yahweh Rofeka. All right. Now, why say these words? Well, just like you have in the East, you have these sacred mantras. Okay, these mantras to Shiva or Ganesh, or you could say there are aspects of God, you know, God of prosperity, God of healing, you know, God of enlightenment. These are aspects of the one divine God. So whether you do it from the East or the West, it's the same concept. Aligning the sound, okay, which even in our Bible it says, and then there was the word indicating sound, sound does create. And even those experiments, I'm sure you've seen, Lee, you know, where they put like the salt in the water and they do the different tones and you can see where the salt in the water creates these different geometries. So really, when we speak um, on higher levels, you would see geometries, you'd see colors, you'd see harmonics and tones. When we align, excuse me, when we align ourselves to say this ancient original source or close to original source, say of the Adam. Okay. And we are part of the Adamic race. Okay. That these names of God, when they used to be regular communication, you know, between, you know, the, 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 the homo sapiens, uh, the Adam Kodman and the divine, it was like a big deal. They'd be talking and all of that. That's been cut off. So what we're doing is we're saying these sounds, these sounds, ancient sounds that is aligning us frequently wise with a frequency, everything is frequency with this ancient knowledge, connection of God. You take pride in your work and so do we. 
We're Northern Tool, and we have every tool you can imagine, and some you've only dreamt about. Plus, our service and product knowledge is legendary. Find your pride and joy at Northern Tool. Visit our store or buy online and pick it up curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Our anniversary sale is on at Northern Tool and Equipment. Save hundreds on pressure washers, sprayers, trailers, lawn and garden equipment, power tools, and more. Shop in-store or northerntool.com. And literally, that's what it does in an easier way. So I'm going to give you an example. And we've been doing this. You know, we did a mystical ceremony at the center just before I left um, for Sedona. And it was, first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was to reuse the, the energy of the um, of the spring equinox. And that was to prevent a timeline that was very vivid. It was very, very vivid that there could be the potential of war, like a World War III starting. Light workers have been shifting timelines and preventing this timeline that wants to happen and has been wanting to happen. We've been stopping it and holding it back. But this time for it to come back again. And during this time, you might recall, uh, there was a lot of tension now with China, a lot of tension with Russia, a lot of tension with Iran. And with North Korea. Okay, so there was this big hedging back and forth. A lot. I don't know if people know, but it was like very tense. It was during this time that something could happen. This idea, or I should say this thought form I was aware of, we said, you know what? Why do we have to just sit back? We all got together, 36 of us, chanted Mm -hmm. and put our intention of no war Okay, and said these problem names of God, and guess what? Nothing happened. The potential did not happen. And I know in my heart, we, along with all people who hold peace in their heart, who are praying for peace in the world, okay, we could just be that tipping point that just tipped it, mm-hmm. that we didn't have to go through a war, another war. Are we out of the woods? No, by no means. It has to be kept up. But that was a real potential for it to happen. It has been other times in history too, where there was real potential for war and we could shift that. So it's really coming into our power and knowing about the sounds of God, if you want to say, that aligns us with the higher parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. as divine co-creators. So, And the number 36, do you think that had significance? Because it breaks down to a nine. Well, you know, I think a completion is interesting because, first of all, it was sort of like kind of a private invitation because not everybody knows this. Uh, I would say that it would be appeal to people that are more on a mystical path. I was, it appeals to mystics, I would say. And um, I was kind of, frankly, surprised at how many people showed up. It was packed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, but it was powerful. It was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. And and so, uh, you know, again, as they say, as the ascended masters always say, thank you for showing up. Who's supposed to be there is there. And we most certainly, I know my heart of heart, shifted timelines, the higher the higher timeline uh, as opposed to the lower one or tapped into the higher thought form as opposed to the lower one. So this is the work that now we have this tool that many of us can start using on a regular basis. So the power of the the sacred Shekinah too, the power of the divine mother that, you know, we're both deeply connected to. Oh yes. The divine Shekinah, the divine Shekinah. It is, it's, it's just, it is the time of the Holy spirit. It is the, 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 the presence and movement of God, which is the divine Shekinah, the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. And again, like when I was in uh, Sedona, how the divine mother came in so strong. And so I want to share uh, what happened yesterday. So oh, yesterday, huh? With the dream, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, as it turns out, you know, I just got back and, uh, actually, for Sunday service, uh, Reverend Eric Waltress usually does the Sunday uh, service, but his um, he had a um, his uncle, I mean his grandfather passed, and so he was not able to do it. And as you know, Lee, uh, because you're also part of the Cosmic Center, um, you know when any one of us 
uh, are not able to make it, somebody can step in uh, for mm-hmm. that person. So I stepped in for Eric uh, yesterday and I decided I felt to do the a healing, a healing. And so, you know, uh, it came on Zoom. I actually went on Facebook, talked a little bit about the names of God, you know, how it can make a difference in our lives. So if, you, if you're aligning with a high frequency of unconditional love and a limitless light coming into your aura, coming into stepping down through your higher chakras into your chakra system, all kind of things, cleansing, purification, recalibration, healing, you know, adjustments, uh, yourself, your lineage. I mean, just think of it, how profound that can be. And so what I did yesterday when we finished with the Facebook and talked about it, invite everybody to come on Zoom. There were people that were in Zoom and the Ani Yahweh Rofeka was like the sense of healing needs to be again, to be done. So what we did, we started chanting, Ani Yahweh Rofeka, Ani Yahweh Rofeka. And we all did it individually. And as we did, I just saw this beautiful, beautiful um, uh, uh, Leowe Shekinah, pillar of light over each individual. We don't have to be in person. This is just connected through hearts and minds remotely because everything is energetic. And so everybody felt this divine presence anchor in our individual spots. And so we continued to chant Ani Yahweh Rofeka, had this amazing energy that I call a pillar of light, the Leowe Shekinah, okay, the Shekinah presence come over us. And it was very, very profound. You know, I was kind of tired yesterday, but anyway, God. But when this energy comes in, you're like back on center. Like this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was the end of it. And I said, you know, um, somebody in the chat said, I really feel I had a healing. I said, you 100% did. Mm-hmm. And I said, it will continue throughout the day and the hours and uh, hours to come and throughout your sleep. I remember saying this. Actually, I'm remembering now that I'm speaking to you. And <laughs> through your sleep. And last night I had a dream experience because I've had, like, I guess I would call it an inflammation and, or whatever, I don't know what, but it's, it's a tenderness and a pain right in the tailbone area of my lower back. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of radiates out to like where the the two hip bones are on the right and the left. So, you know, depending some days, like the past couple of days, I don't know, energetically, it really felt inflamed, you know, I was kind of tired and, and achy. Um, And so in the dream, I remember telling a friend of mine, I said, you know, this one spot that's in the lower spine by the tailbone is always tender. So even when I'm feeling better, if I move my body, I could always feel it there. It's like, Uh that's the source where it comes from. Okay. So I, in my dream, I remember very vividly that I was speaking to somebody and they said to me, they were explaining to me what was going on with the pain in my lower back. Mm -hmm. Now I can't recall everything they said, but they talked about three. It was like one, two, three. There were three dynamics somehow involved in this. And in my dream state, I now remember, because I was saying, was I awake or was I dreaming? I was certain uh, shifting of my body that I was doing uh, with this person. And then I remember like some sort of bomb going on my body and seeing other people use it. So it was kind of all over the place, but the focus of it was the healing of my lower back, because that's why I was making these moves and what this person was telling me. When I woke up this morning, Lee, that pain is gone. And I've had it for months and months. Gone. Now, there's still a little tenderness on like the side where the hip bones are. You know, nothing major. There's, I can still feel a little tenderness there, but the the source of where most of the pain was radiating from and where that was constant, that healed. So we use, I know it is because we use the words, the sacred divine names of Ani Yahweh Rofeka, the God who heals me. And I had a profound healing. Profound. <laughs> 
I think everything's tied together because that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing your trip to Sedona, working with the energies in Sedona and clearing out the, that the, that emotional pain body. Then when you work with the names of God, that 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 you're anchoring now that new energy into your physical body because your root chakra needs to be anchored into this energy because you are a powerful conduit in physical form that you're literally anchoring this energy in your body so there's no obstruction for you to move further into your light body and to really hold this energy. That, uh, wow. So that's, yeah. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So your, trip, so your trip there was like a clearing. Then, you know, Eric couldn't make it. You know, it's always interesting. It's all this divine synchronicities. Huh? All the, the divine three. synchronicities. Three. Three. Yeah. Three. That's yeah. right. So you're anchoring your physical body is anchoring this energy again into your physicality. But I see you also, uh, you know, with the energy in Florida, but also with the people at the Cosmic Center and in the center. This energy is now just, just uh, I see it just waves upon waves coming out of you like a, a powerful vortex within yourself. That that's now that very interesting. Yeah. Yes, and that's because the Tesla technology has this um, kind of torque, this, oh. this kind of thing that goes around. That's how that's how it works. Oh, and so that's what you out. are now. So oh, very cool. interesting. Yeah, oh, that's really and cool. and you know the tailbone is connected. Yeah, to the root chakra. Uh huh. Yeah, which is connected to the earth. So very interesting. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna connected. you're gonna start spinning around. You're gonna have to stay grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like a whirling dervish. <laughs> oh, there she goes again. <laughs> well, that should be interesting because because um, today in my Mary Magdalene call, uh, they said that this purification has completed collectively for humanity. That everything we've gone through, uh, specifically in this this past year, but you know prior to that, that we've all gone through collectively. The collective consciousness is going through a purification. And now yes. this purification is coming to an end and that which we've cleared within ourselves, um, we've done the clearing. A lot of us have done the clearing, the emotion, emotional clearing that we can now hold the energy of peace and balance. So what you're saying really makes sense to what my Mary Magdalene message was today. Wow. You see, so and, and, that for you. and, you know, um, a lot of times what I try to tell people, in fact, uh, when I was doing the little blog on Facebook you know, I just want to read that, you know, this is not somebody's figment of imagination or, you know, this is real. This is factual. And the more that uh, people can embrace this and saying, hey, there are other aspects of myself. There's higher dynamics of myself. There's higher resources available to us. I mm-hmm. think that one of the most profound things um, that my, my, it's not the only, you know, uh, healing I've had in my lifetime, but this most recent healing, which was something that was an obstruction. It was, mm-hmm. it, it pulled energy for me. It did, you know, it, it was pain and it pulls energy. And I think that, you know, something that somebody could say, wow, that might be the way it is, you know, that I just mm-hmm. have to live with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say there's things that are, and, yeah, there's not just one thing. There are some other dynamics that are involved, you know, why things are the way they are. But I want to not exclude the fact that there's other transcendent energetics that transcend a lower, say, vibratory dynamic. And I think that having a healing like this, okay, where somebody is like, wow, I've had this issue for the longest time. You know, they say, well, I guess that's maybe just the way it is. I have to live with it. I think that this gives hope, hope to people. Hope is so important because if you don't have hope, okay, that things can get better. If you don't have hope, then we fall into that entropy. We must always have hope and expect miracles in our life, especially now, as you know, Reverend Lee, because we are so being challenged and overwhelmed by what I call the counterforce mm-hmm. and the cleansing, the healing, okay, the coming together of the tribe of light, the re-remembering our cosmic lineage, all of this stuff is coming together to give us hope. And we do not have to fall into the artificial construct 
of this world, which is entro the entropy is constantly building, pushing you down, pushing mm -hmm. you down. You age, you get sick, da, da, da. No, no, the, our original birthright was not that. And so for those of us who can find it within ourselves, and really, I will say this, that for healing, if you pray with all of your heart and your soul, okay, for healing, healing comes in the way it will come for each individual. At the Open Heart Divine Healing Service, say somebody says, well, my elbow hurts, okay, but nothing happened. I went to the service, my elbow still hurts. Well, maybe that's not the point of healing that's the start. That healing can start from the from the star regulus because we're that. And then something else has to happen emotionally, yeah, layers, relationship, and then that elbow will heal. Mm -hmm. So we have to be open to which in any way divine healing comes to us. So I'm going to stop you for a second. So I'm getting some thoughts. But um, are you going to get that machine? I'm looking to get it, yes. Okay. Because that's what I was seeing. I was seeing, you know, how the divine chapel was a wedding chapel? Yes. I think, it, I think it's now going to be a priestess healing chapel. It most certainly can be that. So, I mean, I'm not sure what to do with your place, but this is what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. So I was seeing you're bringing your experience for your healing. And then the visions that I'm sharing or are, are, that I'm seeing is I see us bringing people in there and having small ceremony of healing for people. And that be another way for, for the center, for the divine healing. Yes, divine absolutely. Healing I and it can be like a group experience, but just a yes, small group. because how it works, it's a machine and people sit around it. And um, it was so profound for me. Of course, I'd say I want to share this with everybody else. It's only in California and Arizona. It's not even on the East Coast at all. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not that easy to get. So I, I know the name of the inventor. I do plan to talk to him. Um, they have a, a payment plan. It's not cheap. It's, it's, it's pretty expensive, but I think it's something worth investing into to bring it to the center to offer this healing to people because it 100% works. I experienced it myself, mm -hmm. right. you know, and, and then it's something, and it's not a one shot deal. You know, you do it over time, you know, ever so often, but it begins to one of the properties that it has is a cleanser. It cleanses, but it works on the cellular level. And, and the more we have a more purified body, more in alignment will, of course, you know, we're tapped into that higher part of ourself and can anchor it in our day-to-day -day activities. Yeah, and anchored into our body, like. And I also work with the Resurrection Flame from the Sacred Flames. Are you familiar with the Resurrection? Yes, flame? I am. The mm -hmm. Sacred Flames book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I work with that every day. Yes. Uh, and which is interesting. I don't know if I talked about this before, but anyway, I'm going to mention it again. Um, I've been using it every day because that's what Jesus used to resurrect himself after the crucifixion. And um, two things. Uh, I went to the dentist and I typically have a lot of plaque, you know, when I get my teeth cleaned and the lady noticed that I had very minimal plaque. I always mm -hmm. had lots of plaque. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And I contributed to the resurrection climb because she says, you know, you have very minimal, it's kind of unusual, you know, you have minimal plaque. What have you been doing? And I'm like, and so I told her the resurrection flame, which the lady doesn't know me from a load of beans, but she, you know, uh, follows, uh, the work of Christ. And so when I mentioned the resurrection flame, she somewhat understood what I was talking about. And in the short time we had to talk and I said, yes. And so she goes, I'm going to be using it then, um, which is really silly. I, I do my nails and I do that crazy shellac manicure stuff that screwed up my nails. I stopped using it. And so now the resurrection flame, the lady says, the next, last time she did my nails, she's like, oh, your nails are stronger now. They're not brittle. They're not hard. You know, what, what are you doing different? You know, so this is like the same week. And and so it's like my body is just coming back to homeostasis. Yes. 
Yes. And so another story that has nothing to do with me is I told another person about the resurrection flame. She ended up telling another lady who apparently was having, I don't know if she was having multiple heart attacks uh, or what was really going on with her. But she said uh, when she used the resurrection flame, these heart attacks stopped. Yes, absolutely. So if we could use the Tesla, the resurrection flame, because I'm seeing, you know, we can use these tools to help people with the layers and layers with their emotional people. Absolutely. And we begin to clear this, absolutely. then we can be pure conduits like you, anchoring this energy in your body like your tailbone. Right. And we can be stronger conduits and vortices. We don't have to, we can go to these sacred sites, but we are the sacred site. True. Because that information, as we say, information is 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 stored in bone and stone. Well, we have bone, <laughs> you know, it's in us, it's in us, and uh, you know, the absolutely, I feel that a direction that is uh, needed and that the center should go into is more in profound healing, mm-hmm. and exactly sharing the resurrection flame with others. Um, having like the Tesla technology now available to people, sort of like back in the day with the Rife machine, you know, that now things that have been oppressed and suppressed mm-hmm. are now beginning to be become more available. And really the other thing that I do have. Like the Atlantean have, Healing Temples. Huh? Just like the Atlantean Healing, the Atlantean healing Temples. Correct, as, as to, to bring that back. And there's something else that I do have that I just received from Tibet. And what it is, it is these magnets, okay, that are chakra aligned. Mm-hmm. That as you use these magnets, uh, they align your, uh, your, your, your chakra system. So can you imagine if you can get an alignment with your chakra system and bring in the healing tools? Mm-hmm. how profound that would be yeah. for so many people. Yeah. And also, you know, you're talking about hope, the lesson in my book, the 12 master teachings, yes. one of the lessons is hope. That's right. Help our people evolve. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why we do these, these, uh, these sessions that we're having here now and collaborations, collaboration of the tribe of light, because everybody has their puzzle piece. And I think like, the resurrection flame that you talked about, the Tesla technology, having these chakra systems, it is really creating the Atlantean temple of healing. As I think about it, Lee, <laughs> I think that's the way we have to go. Well, I'm I'm just, you know, putting my thoughts out for you just to think about. Ah, I think I think those are like create this and make it happen. Getting our, we're getting our downloads together, so um, as, and so as, important that we have our family of life because that's how you can better connect the dots. Sometimes when you have to have the exchange, everybody contributes mm-hmm. their perspective, their energetic, and then a higher creation is created. That's why yes. the tribe of life is so important. Yes. And this was, and I'm going to reach back my book here if I can find it for a second real quick. Um, because our time is running short, but I don't know. Are you familiar with the Sophia Code? Let me see the name. Sophia no, Code. I don't know that book. Oh, well. <laughs> I know this is Sophia. Okay. I know that well, you're in for, book, you're in for a treat, Sophia. my dear. We, anyhow, um, I'll share it with you when we get together. Yeah. But anyhow, this this chapter was, uh, there's key codes to the different ascended masters, and one was uh, Mother Mary. And... Um, uh, Uh, I guess I'll just read this part. Um, It says, focusing upon and fulfilling the destiny you designed for this lifetime is an important mission for your higher self. Your oversoul invests an incredible amount of energy and attention to be creating through your human body. Fulfilling the destiny that you designed for this lifetime is an opportunity to accelerate your soul's evolution with joyful self-discovery, personal success, and making a lasting contribution to the ascension of humanity and the wholeness of all that is. Wow. This is Mother Mary. I'll share this with you. But this is what I'm, I read this today in my class or a piece of this or shared this. But that's what I think you're, you're talking about 
today is that Mother Mary is working with you or through you with your oversoul to clear your physical body to be a, a vortex so that you can help people understand how to be that physical, spiritual conduit, really an embodiment, move through those layers upon layers that we've held for eons of times that no longer serve us. Right. And right. be clear conduits. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have about, you know, five minutes left, but um, it's important that, uh, you know, because you, you know, you are the high priestess, you are the leader of the spiritual center. And, you know, I really admire you, as I've always said before, and your wisdom and your knowledge, um, how important it is for you to share this with others, because you're like, said, we don't have to be in physical pain. We don't have to, to, right. to live that way. Right. We have, we have certain um, lessons to learn, and maybe those lessons have to do with we have to experience pain. But I believe that we can transcend that yes. if we choose to, to, to live in a higher frequency. Absolutely. In the keys of Enoch, they talk about the axitonal lines. And um, it is a higher vibration. I did have an experience once where when, you know, uh, a couple years ago in 2017, you know, I've always been healthy. I've always been strong. I always felt that I held the energy of El Gabor, you know, the strength of God. Uh -huh. Well, right after my mother had passed in 2017, um, I just got like really ill. I mean, like I was shocked. And mm -hmm. anyway, I, you know, usually I'll go to doctors, but I ended up going to the doctor and they said I had this extreme um, inflammation in my body and it was um, autoimmune. And, you know, you have to go take, um, you know, like prednisone or something. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no, I was like shocked. And so I said, and the one thing I admire uh, that medical doctor, when I asked her, I said, well, what causes it? And she was honest. She said, we don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't know what causes it. So that was the thing I committed to myself. I said, I really want to know. I want to know what it is. Because if you know, then you can do something. Anyway, through that whole healing journey, because if I did not, hold to hope that there could be a better way. You and I would not be having this discussion. My, I saw the trajectory I had, it was like a mm -hmm. fork in the road. I would have either gone down, gone down, 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 down. And that's just the way my life was going to be. Or I had to say, no, I have to do whatever it takes to get up mm -hmm. and go through the end to the centropy. So through my journey, I was led to a book called, um, uh, medical medium. Uh, that was the start that turned things for me. But prior to that, I was tapping into the axitonal lines, the higher energetics. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that was the first thing that had to happen for me to even be centered enough to be able to receive the guidance, to read this book, to do the things that mm -hmm. brought me here today. Mm -hmm. so, it's so important for everybody to know, look, hope is alive. That's and right. You have to always expect miracles. My my thing Lee, yeah. is I expect a miracle around the corner all the time. Yeah. I would say I don't know what miracle is going to come up, but I'm ready for it. Yeah, and this has been a miracle today. I, I uh, and you know I was going to have you on before, and it didn't work out. And then, you know you traveled, and things shifted, and and so uh, I'm just really divinely appointed time. Yeah. The divinely appointed time. And I, I'm feeling that mother Mary is guiding us today or guiding each yes. of us to, yes. to help shift the energy of the cosmic center into a, a divine healing temple uh, for others. Cause this is really important. Cause like I said, I'll, I'll send you that recording today from the, the Mary Magdalene message, but Please. Please. Um, we only have two minutes left. Um, go ahead and give contact information, you know, sure. at the center yes. and, and then yes. we'll close it out today. Okay, so you can always um, reach us um, on our website, which is www.ccosl.com, which stands for Cosmic Center Spiritual Light.com. But also, too, we have a very active Facebook page. So again, it's Cosmic Center of Spiritual Light, Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. So uh, those are the different avenues. Also, we have a newsletter. And we actually have people from around the world that uh, get our newsletter uh, now uh, because of the technology. There's no space or time that limits us. We're kind of 
moving around in the fifth dimension right now through our technology. And so if you go to our website, ccosl.com, you will see to sign up for our newsletter. I encourage you to sign up for the newsletter because that way you get direct information. And there's we had William Henry here the other day. I was known in Ancient Aliens. Uh, we have some noted um, uh, high-level um, light workers uh, and researchers to share information. So no longer do you have to be physically close to the center because we also have it on our Zoom platform. Mm-hmm. And um, I would love to be able to um, us do this on my Saturday Sabbath. I know it's the time is up, but I would like for us to share this at our next service together. And I feel like Absolutely. somehow we collaborate this is really important i'm really excited it's three o'clock she's gonna cut us off thank you i love you thank you (laughs) uh, thank you so much we will talk soon and and um glad you're back home safe and had a great trip so all right thanks thank you see you soon (laughs) okay bye-bye thank you bye-bye This month's broadcasting is sponsored by ICU Dr. Lauren Love, ICU nurses, technicians, and staff in the Boston area hospitals. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.